Welcome back. You're listening to More Morgulons, and I'm the host of More Morgulons, Crystal Clear. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you've never been here before? Well, welcome to More Morgulons. This is a show about having a mystery illness called Morgellons, Morgellons, but I call it Morgulons. If you don't have it, this show is going to make no fucking sense to you. But I encourage you to stay tuned because we talk about a lot of stuff on More Morgulons. Yes, we do. Like COVID. And I think I have it again. Omicron 2. Yeah, that's great. Over the weekend, I had the same uh, machine gun nose fire. Just like the first time I had Omicron. Right after a known exposure. Same symptoms. Are we ever going to be well again? <laughs> no. No, that's not true. We're as well as we tell ourselves. We're just losing an invisible war with China. And if the Chinese designed and redesigned and released and re-released all these new versions of COVID-19 as a bioweapon, as they themselves talked about doing in 2015 in a government report that was released... Is it really that hard to believe that Morgulons, as crazy as it is, as bizarre, as mysterious, and perplexing as it is, that it couldn't possibly be designed in a lab by somebody? I don't know if it was China, but COVID is a pretty weird disease, and it's weird, and Morgul is, like, beyond strange. Let me give you guys an example. I don't know if you are experiencing this in your town, if you have morgues, but um, there's a species swarm going on right now in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, the other night, I was expecting my lady friend to come over. So I cleaned, you know, I changed the sheets on my bed, made up my bed. It was all beautiful. Um, in the morning I woke up and from a really bad dream, uh, incidentally. And what do I see? Well, the sheets are now mysteriously smeared and covered and littered and sprinkled with what looks to be, I, I don't know. At first I was like, did I shit the bed? Did she shit the bed? But upon you know, further investigation of like one minute. I was like, this isn't shit. This isn't chocolate. What the fuck is this? This is Morgulons. Got out the good old magnifying glass to take a closer look at these items in my bed that were smeared and just everywhere in this bed. Looked like mud and leaves. Magnification revealed that the mud was full of hairs, fibers. Yep, that's the characteristic telltale sign. You got Morgulons. Uh, no, you don't want this, you guys. This is not a good thing. I mean, it can be a good thing because out of every bad thing, you can always find a good thing. But other than that, it's fucking shitty and you don't want more lawns. Um, But nobody knows how you catch it. <laughs> Sometimes it seems like it's communicable, person-to-person transmission. Other times, nope, doesn't seem like it is. So, uh, yeah, don't know anything about it. Don't know where it came from. Don't know how to get rid of it. And nothing works. Sounds familiar? Sounds like COVID? Yeah? Well, who the fuck knows? Probably unrelated, but uh, the weirder and weirder these times of ours get, the more strange and varied the possibilities become. So that's good. That's bad. That's neither here nor there. It's just uh, how we're living these days, y'all. But I'm fine with it. I am fine with it. I've made my peace with it. In strange times, weird people seem to flourish. And I have been flourishing, even in the context of having Morgulons and my, what is it now, fucking 17th case of COVID. Yes. At this point, you guys are probably like, Crystal, just get the other shot, okay? The vaccines work. 
First of all, I'll say to you, no, they don't. No, they don't. Do they prevent hospitalization and death? I guess so. That's what the data seems to say. Um, so, yeah, go get your shots. Get them. Um, but does it prevent you from getting or spreading the COVID? No, it does not. <laughs> that is obvious. Of course, China's still fine. Most of the continent of Africa, still fine. Not weird at all, huh? Nope, not weird at all. <sighs> yeah. We're going to have a great episode, so thanks for listening and stay tuned. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good day, mate. Hello, all you Aussies out there. Is this the worst Australian accent you've ever heard? I don't even know if it's Australian. Am I South African? Am I Kiwi? Am I just bad British? Uh, <clears throat> yes, I wanted to share with you all today a wonderful, interesting... Um, Okay, it's not wonderful or interesting. It's kind of interesting, but it's an article. It's a research article. It's a little old. It's from 2009, but it's called High Prevalence of Borrelia-like Organisms in Skin Biopsies of Sarcoidosis Patients from Western Austria. Oh, shit, y'all. I was doing my Australian accent because when I first read that title, I thought it said Australia, but now I see it says Austria. Is, I didn't even know Austria was a country. I thought that, like, wasn't a country anymore. I thought it went the way of Prussia after World War II. I can't remember. Y'all, history. It's so last year. Um, background. Sarcoidosis is a multi-system granulomatous disorder of unknown etiology with frequent skin involvement. Let's break that down. Multi-system, meaning it affects, like, your organs, your skin, your brain, everything. Granulomatous. Uh, granulomatous is like granulomas, like it's forming these like chunky bad things in your body. Disorder of unknown etiology. Etiology means origin. It's the same exact word, just fancier. Um, with frequent skin involvement. At periods of time in my <clears throat> early days, I at one point was looking down the sarc coidosis uh route about trying to figure out what the hell is going on with me but and it's not sarcoidosis but let's read on so the objective of this paper was to investigate the frequency of borrelia like quote-unquote organisms in cutaneous sarcoidosis cutaneous means skin so if you have sarcoidosis and it's mostly in the skin and um and they wanted to investigate the frequency of Borrelia-like organisms. I don't know what that means. So they're spirochetes that are like Borrelia, but they're not Borrelia. That's my assumption. Spirochetes a type of bacteria. Borrelia is an even smaller, uh, you know, category of that type of bacteria. 
in the larger category is spirochetes. Did we get that? If we're going down the pyramid, the broadest part of the base of the pyramid is the spirochetes. The one above that is Borrelia. And then the one above that is like uh, Borrelia-like organisms, I guess. Um, <laughs> so they wanted to investigate the frequency of that by focus floating microscopy, FFM. Never heard of it, guys. Methods. Uh, the methods of this study were a retrospective analysis, meaning they looked back in time, of 38 CS, remember that means cutaneous sarcoidosis, specimens by immunohistochemistry with polyclonal anti-Borrelia antibody and assessment by FFM. Um, so the methods they used to study the uh, basically the biopsied skin that they took uh, 38 specimens of people that had uh, cutaneous sarcoidosis. Um, they, they wanted to an, analyze those specimens with um, an anti-Borrelia antibody and assessment by focus floating microscopy. We don't know what that means. So the results, specimens of 34.2% cutaneous sarcoidosis were positive for, quote, Borrelia-like organisms by FFM. Usually single spirochetes, rarely pairs, or small clusters of bacteria were observed between collagen bundles or at the periphery of granulomas. Polymerase chain reaction was performed PCR. That's the kind of test that everybody wants for their COVID. I don't know why. Why would you care so much about a test when there's nothing you can do about it once you know? except worry more. Um, yeah, so what's the deal? Does bacteria cause morgulons? You know, there's a big group of people out there led in great part by the Charles E. Holman Foundation, uh, scientists, doctors, uh, money makers, and movers and shakers that are the loudest mouthpiece out there talking about morgulons. They say it's a biofilm. They say it's a form of Lyme disease. They say it's Borrelia. They say it's some kind of spirochete. They say it's bovine digital dermatitis. What is the truth? Well, I don't know. Nobody knows. The fact of the matter is there hasn't been enough research. It's one reason why I do this show, to raise awareness about morgulons and to give another perspective to this uh, situation right here that sucks. I am so tired of these fucking things, you guys. Oh my God, my lips. In the corners of my lips, I have this quote, angular colitis thing going on. And it's not that, it's definitely Morgulons. Um, how do I know? Oh, I don't know, because like fur and black specks and glitters and shit come out of these lesions doesn't have any uh, descriptions in the medical books about angular colitis and glitter. So uh, it's Morgulons and I'm really sick of having it. There's nothing I can do about it. And so therefore I radically accept it. Doesn't mean I can't bitch about it every now and then. My friend, thank you for listening. Stay tuned. <laughs>